Power and Praise Ministries. We'd like for you to join us on Thursday or either Sunday. Thursday, the time is 7.15. Sunday is morning at 8 a.m. Come be a part. Come grow with us as we grow with you. How many of you understand that if you was in Bible study, we start talking about a new series, amen? The series is The Importance of Jesus' Work. How many of you really can open up your eyes and see that Jesus is not done yet? The importance of his work. Yes, he died on the cross and he brought salvation for us, but he's not done yet, amen? How many of you know that he just didn't sit down on the right hand side of his father and then became lackadaisical. How many of you know that he's doing a greater work right now than what he done on the cross? Never heard that, have you? Because why? He need to sustain you until eternal life come. Let me say that again. He needs to sustain you until eternal life come. Amen? See, the cross means a lot to us, but the work that he done is doing right now makes a great difference to us. Why? Because this is the very first time that we see in religiosity, oh man, I killed that word, religion, that God is making a shift so that we can get into heaven. A paradigm shift. Amen? How many of you know everything was going the same way that man depended on the law, they depended on this, but now God has made a paradigm shift so that we can understand him more and more. Amen? That's why you got to understand that it's just more than knowing him, but you got to know who he is. How many of you understand that Jesus is our high priest? Many of you don't understand that you're under a high priestly order right now, amen? Because he is the mediator between you and God. That's why the scriptures tell us very plainly that anything that we ask in his name, it will be done, amen? That's why you gotta learn how to call on that high priestlyhood. It's already open up to you, but you gotta learn exactly what you need to do. You're with me here. Jesus, through his work, has caused a paradigm shift in religion. One thing we had based all the, everything on, heaven and everything, was what? the Ten Commandments, the law. But how I many you understand that God saw the frailty of man and man was having a struggle keeping these laws so he needed to do something as he already had prophesied in Genesis, amen? I mean, you think you can keep the Ten Commandments and make it to heaven? Mm, now we come to the point of a new covenant. How I many you understand we have a new covenant? A new covenant. A new covenant that it has a better priest. Hmm. That has a better place and a better promise. Do you hear what I'm saying? Now I'm going to ask you a question. And this question is going to determine exactly how you want to see Jesus. Amen. The question is this. Do I want to be covered? The Old Testament. Or do I want to be delivered? That's the question. Do I want to, see, 
in the Old Testament, you was just covered by the blood mm, of animals. But in the New Testament, we what? Delivered by the blood of Jesus. How many of you understand that in the older days, you can only cover your sin until judgment time? But now, since Jesus came and made that paradigm shift, you can be forgiven of your sins right now here on the spot because of the blood of Jesus. Say, man, do you hear what I'm saying? See, that's why I had to made up my mind. I don't need no covering right now. I need deliverance, say, man, because when you cover something, the cover can always be pulled back. But when you're delivered from it, that means it's gone. You're forgiven. And you're walking in newness. That was the paradigm shift that Jesus started a priesthood that you was going to be totally delivered and cleansed forever. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? But one thing we got to understand the ministry of this high priest. See, Jesus still in ministry. You thought his job was done on the cross. No, he finished what was supposed to be paid for the price of sin. But his job just begun. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's why you got to make up in your mind that all that I go through has a purpose. But in that purpose, I have a deliverer. And in that deliverance, I'm able to cry out to him and he hears my cry no matter where I stand. Do you hear what I'm saying? Stop selling yourself short and think that you're not able to call out to Jesus and Jesus hear you. No, he wants to deliver you, amen? He don't want to cover up your sin no more. That's been taken care of. You have come down to deliver you, amen? You're wrestling with that thing because you haven't received the forgiveness that he want to give you. You think you got to be perfect. How many of you know man messed up the law? Man messed up the law, not God. Because we're infallible. We're infallible. We're always going to find some shortcoming that causes us to go astray. Do you hear me? But when I pray for deliverance and the blood of Jesus deliver me, guess what? It will be removed from my soul forever. Say, Lord, please remove it from my soul. Oh, that was weak. You, you don't act like you want some deliverance. Lord, please remove it from my soul. Sometimes you got to learn how to cry out and really mean it. Lord, please remove this thing from my soul because it's causing me pain. It's causing me not to love myself. It's causing me to hate my own family. It's causing me to struggle with who I am. Lord, please remove this from my soul. And the only way to get it removed, you got to be delivered. Not covered. Which the law done. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why when it was done, he said it's finished. I gave my people a way out. Now, will you use it? If you got your Bibles, come on, turn to me to Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. Amen. We don't have it up on the screen today, but use your smartphone. Amen. Let it be smart. Hebrews 8, and we're going to read 1 and 2 together. Amen. We're going to read the NLT version. Amen. And we're going to let God move. Amen. I want to know my high priest. 
I want to know who I serve under. Amen? I once walked under different orders, but now I'm under the perfect order, an order that has no flaws. Do you hear what I'm saying? You got it? One and two. We're going to read together. I'm going to start off and y'all running with it. Let me hear you this morning. Amen. Here is the main point. Huh. Most heavenly and gracious Father, as we see this, Lord, let us walk into exactly what you're trying to show us, Lord. Because some of us then got discouraged and we're trying to go back to that old life. And you're telling us why go back to the flawed when we got to finish work in front of us. So, Lord, we just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you guide us, you lead us, and you direct us in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now, when I talk to you about a paradigm shift, it means this simple thing here. Very simple, that God was trying to do something in the atmosphere, but man sometimes don't pay attention to what God is doing, amen? What God is doing, amen? A fundamental change in approach are underlying assumptions. How many of you know that God changed the way that we worship him? And how we came to the throne of grace. That's why in the New Testament it say come boldly. You can only come boldly when you know you're forgiven. Amen? But if you got all that weight on you of the sins that may occur in your life, you're going to struggle at that altar. Amen. How many of you know we're the kind of people that let our mouths get us in trouble? Amen. Uh, let our thoughts get us in trouble. Amen. Uh, let our actions get in trouble. Amen. And the most deadly thing is our doggone attitude. Amen. Because we say we ain't going to do it, but somehow we walk right into that trap every time. Then all of a sudden we pray, woe is me. I don't need that cover. I need that delivered. Amen. Because God got too many great things for me. Amen. And I don't want none of these blessings that's coming my way to be hindered. Amen. Now, let me give you a short example. For example, the Internet created a paradigm shift in the way business is conducted. Amen. Now we don't use email as much no more. Amen. You understand that? We don't scan that much no more, amen? Or use our fax machine. Or a carrier service. Let me turn that around. We use email, but we really on texting now. Amen? How many of you text when it's something important to get hold of that person? We keep evolving, right? Now, as I told you to email somebody, what, you, what kind of look you gonna give me? Weird, am I? Why don't you just text them? Hmm? Or if I'm trying to copy a document, why don't you just scan it? Well, I say, well, no, I need to get a fax machine. How many of you still got fax machines in your house? Amen. One, two. How many of you use them? <laughs> oh, wait a minute now. Okay, we stepped on something there. We might have it, but we don't use it like we used to, amen? Because when we first got it, we try to fax everything. First thing we ask the other person, you got a fax machine, I'll fax it to you. Amen? 
Now we can copy it, paste, scan it, and send it right to that person in the email. Amen? That's the paradigm shift. That's what was happening here in Hebrew, that God was trying to show the people that I see you could not complete the other way, so now I will give you a better way. How I many you are ready for that better way? But in that better way, you had to have a better priest because the old priest was failing us. They was failing us. We had to have a better place of worship. Amen? How many times you turn on the news and you see the church in trouble? But you got to understand, that's down here. Our priest is in heaven, in the heavenly church. Amen? Hmm, hard concept to figure out, huh? But see, that makes the difference. He's in a heavenly priestly order. He hears your cry. Now the best thing about him, you got to understand this. He sees every infirmity and every struggle you have in your life. How many of you sometimes feel like God just don't hear you? But how many of you know sometimes blessings is delayed because of you? Do you hear what I'm saying? Hmm. I'm going to make sure today that you don't miss this, that you understand that God is trying to bring you a great breakthrough. Say great breakthrough. Now, this is the question about high priest. Could a priest who finishes work and upgraded it with a new covenant function in an old covenant? Hmm. Amen? Let me make this simple for you. If you needed a new car to travel with, and you had an old car, which one are you gonna choose the old car to travel? When you're gonna have to worry about everything that goes on with it. Will it break down on me? Will it make all the way? When you already got new sitting right there in the drive and you can just go and get in it and go. Think about it. That's what the gospel is all about. There was the old, we need to learn about the old, but guess what? The new is what's gonna take us to heaven. Hmm. Hmm. Let's think about that for a while. How many of you still using the old and then complaining to God when he already supplied the new? Hmm. How many of you still doing the same thing over and over and then crying about it when you got a chance to take on the new? Do you hear what I'm saying? The law could not bring eternal life. How many of you want eternal life? It could not do it. So now we got to pay attention to this high priest named Jesus. How many of you understand that anybody that's a Christian is under a high superior priestly order? a superior high priest. Amen? He got all the answers. All the answers. No, I didn't say maybe some of the answers. All the answers. All the answers. You just haven't asked the right question. Hey! Sometimes you gotta ask, Lord, is it me? Hey! 
Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not getting the right answer because you're not asking the right question. But God is determined to tell you the right answer when you ask the right question. That's why you got a high priest that makes intercession for you day and night. Now, this is Jesus' main focus on his ministry. I'm watching over you day and night. How many of you know we can make a mistake in our sleep? How many of you been laying next to somebody and they tell all their business? Mmm, in their sleep. You got an issue then, huh? Ooh, we're gonna stop at that right there. But one thing you gotta understand that God is trying to get your mind to do a paradigm shift. I know the Old Testament is good. I know it brings many promises. I know it holds many favors and many blessings, but I'm telling you, we got a better covenant now. God is watching out for us. A better covenant now. But how many of you understand it? That's why I tell you, you don't need to play like you're an Israelite. They got issues. Amen? And then Revelation say, until God, Jesus come back, they won't solve those issues. Amen? So I dare you just be who you are in Jesus Christ. Amen? Because Jesus Christ have already opened the door for you to get the blessings you need. Amen? That's why you don't need to go get no prayer shawl and throw it over your head, amen? He made it so that when the veil was open that you had a direct line to God, amen? That's why I say anything you ask in my name, my Father can do it. Why? You don't have to throw no ceremonies no more. You can just go before the altar and lay it in there and pour out your heart, amen? Especially you women, amen? Now, this high priest, we got to understand that it's not the same order. That's why it was a paradigm shift. Because why? Aaron was the priest at that time in his family line. Those was the only one that can be a priest. If you could not produce documents showing that you came through that priestly line, you could not serve. Amen? And one thing we know about Jesus, he was what? Not a Levite. Amen? He was from the tribe of Judah. And the only ones that was supposed to serve in the priesthood was the Levites. Amen? Now, Jesus said, guess what? My father going to turn this thing around. And you got to understand that in the beginning of time, God showed you that one day he was going to turn it around. Amen. That's why he got a priestly order called Melchizedek. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Melchizedek. Now, what is that order? A king and a priest. That's why he can fulfill your need and also heal your soul. Oh, yeah, we're under that order now. Hmm. Well, I hadn't heard them preach this, preach that. But see, this is what I want you to understand. God established this order. Not man. God established this order. Amen? How did he establish it? With the oath. Amen? But there was an oath regarding Jesus. For God said to him, the Lord has taking an oath and will not break his vow. You are a priest forever. Why? He's sitting on the right hand side of God. See, old priests has done what? They died. When they died, their influence left too. But Christ lives forever. So he will always have the influence on your life. That's why I can go to him. 
at any stage, any time. Amen? Somebody help me here. Hmm, that's Hebrews 7.21. The oath talks about a new order. That's the paradigm shift. A new order. It's not like the old. You think God keep rehashing the old? No, it's a new order. A new order. A new order. That's why us Gentiles, unless you didn't done your family tree and saw that you was a Israelite, has the same privilege as the Hebrews. But do you know the new order? And who governs the new order? It's the high priest. Someone who mediates between man and God. And I think Christ has done a banged up job. Hey, I think Christ has done a marvelous work. I think Christ has shown us that if we trust him and believe in him and take his word, that we will be delivered and be successful. And not only us, but our loved ones too. I mean, you trust him that much. Or you let the cares of this life keep you down. Do you really trust him? I got a mediator who always watching out for me. Always. Even on the right hand of God. You think, okay, Christ done all that. He took those beatings. He was nailed to the cross. If that was me, I'd go up there and I'd sit on the right hand side of God and just chill. Yay. But no, he's up there working on your behalf. Say my behalf. When nobody else understand, Christ understand. Why is the question, do he understand it? Come on, get your Bibles right now. I want you to go to Hebrews 7, 7 and 24. 7 and 24. Let me show you something as I begin to wind down here. Amen? Hebrews 7 and 24. And I'm going to go down a little way, so you got to stay with me because one thing you got to understand before I tell you about the better promise, you got to know where it's coming from. Amen? When you know where it's coming from, then you can appreciate it and how we got here. Amen? Sometimes we don't appreciate how we get to some place. Amen? And then what happens, just like in this Hebrew book, the people start looking back at what was and thinking it was better. Amen? Not understanding that the old way was coming to a close. Ah, the old way was coming to a close. God was getting ready to seal that thing up. Amen? Because why? Why would he establish something new and still keep something old? Amen? It's just like you. When you buy yourself a new pair of shoes, do you just throw them in the corner? You want to put them on and show them out, show them off. Amen? Amen? You got it? You got it? But because Jesus lives forever. How many of you can identify with that? He is the first. He lives forever. Amen? Therefore, his priesthood lasts forever. Let me get that in. How long Jesus' priesthood lasts? Forever. He's your only entry into eternity. 
He's your only entry into eternity. You can't get there by keeping the law. You can't get there by no religion denomination. You can't get there no, no other way. That's why he a priest forever. Amen? That's why you better start getting to know his work and understand them, amen? You should be farther along. You should be growing by now. You should have some fruit on the vine, amen? But you still trying to pick the whole grapes that look like raisins. I don't even know when a grape get dried up, it look like a raisin. It still tastes sweet, but it just don't have the juice. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. Who come to God through him. That's where our salvation is, because why? Did you come to him? If you came to him, he is able to save you. So stop beating yourself up. Because you still got these little habits and you still got these. One thing you better do, you better just get on your knees and start praying for the deliverance. Amen. God, I ask you to take this thing away from me. I ask you to remove it from my life. I ask you to remove them from my life. I ask you to get me off this job. I ask you to do this, Lord. And then when I start seeing my Savior make an intercession for me, you know exactly what I need. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. To save those who come to God through him. He lives forever in interceding with God on our behalf. Wait a minute now. Even when I forget him, he's still interceding for me on who behalf. So he can say, well, I want them to see my work. No, on your behalf. Why? Because he knows your frailties. He knows you was going to make some missteps. Missteps. He knows that you was going to have a tough time with this. He knows you was going to have a tough time with that. He knows that sometimes you wasn't going to love yourself. But he's still up there saying, God, I still love him. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't give up on him yet. Don't give up on him yet. I know what I planted in them. I know what seed is supposed to come to fruition. They don't see it, but I know it. it. Do you hear what I'm saying? He is a kind of high priest we need because he is holy. How many need something holy? Your pastor can get unholy real quick. If I run out there and slap Josh, y'all say he ain't holy. <laughs> Amen. His mama probably talking about slap him back. Amen. But we need a holy high priest. Somebody that took it and didn't respond, but came out a victor. Amen. It's, it's, it's something great that you know somebody that went through a fight, but they never threw a punch, but they're the champion. Hey, you can't figure it out. Take, go home and try to figure it out in a while. They went through a fight, all the rounds, never threw a punch, but they crowned champion. Hey, that's what our Jesus is. Amen. Because mm, he was always prepared. Do you hear me? Huh? We need a holy high priest and blameless, unstained by sin. How many of you understand that we all stained by sin? Amen? That's why we ha even have attitudes as little children. Because we learn how to sin when we was young. First thing a baby do, most of the time, is not talk. After they learn how to talk, they learn how to lie. After they learn how to talk, they learn how to lie. 
Why? Because they're examples of people who lies. Hmm. Let's scratch your head. But now I want to come to a Savior that's going to tell me the truth. How many of you get mad when God say that's really not for you? I don't want you there. How many of you get mad when God say, I didn't ask you to do that? Hmm. That's a big question mark, ain't it? Hmm. Think about it. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever in interceding with God on their behalf. He is the kind of high priest we need because he is holy, blameless, unstained by sin. He has been set apart from sinners and has been given the highest place of honor in heaven. The highest place of honor in heaven. There is no other that is bad or stronger than our God. Amen? Amen. Our God is a God that makes us really want to pay attention. Amen? Because why? He continue and continually see our circumstances and then when he see our circumstances, he don't hold them against us. He what? Brings deliverance. Amen? Sometimes you don't want your sin cover up. Because why? You need to get out of that mess. Amen? And the only way to get out of it is this man named Jesus. Come on, do you know him? This man named Jesus, he saw all my faults. And he saw all my faults and he done what? He forgave my sins. Amen? Because guess what? I was trying to cover him up. I didn't want nobody to know. But he saw me. He loved me. He appreciated me. Don't you, don't you wish we had spouses like that? I'm going to leave that alone. Amen? Miss Wanda ain't here. Amen? Unlike those other high priests, he doesn't not need to offer sacrifice every day. See, I need somebody that's not like me to deliver me. I need somebody that's not like me to deliver me. That's why your pastor can't deliver you. I can only speak the word to you and watch the word working you through the anointing, amen? But God does the delivering, amen? Because why? He's spotless. He's clean, amen? I'm not spotless and clean. I still struggle with my issues. But one thing I know, I got to pray, amen? I got to pray. And then while I'm praying, I'm including you in it, amen? Because we're going to be delivered together, amen? This thing ain't for me to get out by myself. We supposed to come out of here as a family. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen? They did this for their own sins. I mean, you know, in the Old Testament, the priest had to cover his own sin before he went into God. Because if you went into holies of holy with that sin on you, he dropped dead. He dropped dead. That's why they would tie a scarlet cord around his ankle 
So if he was in there too long, they start pulling. Wait a minute, is this joker dead? <laughs> Did he go in there before God, you know, with that sin on him before he got that sin off him? You know, we'd be in trouble right now ha! If, if, if that was still going on, amen? Because we always try to enter God and play like this ain't happening in our lives, amen? We have a whole lot of dead folks up in here. That's why we needed Jesus, amen, to bring deliverance. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to think about that. So now we have a better new covenant. Oh, Lord, help me. No. But Jesus did this once for all when he offered himself as a sacrifice for the people's sin. Who covered your sin? Jesus. Because you couldn't do it. No matter how much you tried to be perfect in your little eyesight, you knew there's something that was hindering you. Amen? Something that was hindering you. So Jesus done it even before you was thought of. Whoa. He done it before I was thought of. He, what? Delivered me by his blood. Delivered me by his blood even before I was thought of. Even before I really got to know him in my heart, he was bringing deliverance. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen? Mm. The law appointed high priests who were limited by human weakness. How many of you know that even your pastor is limited by human weakness? That's why I got to go get my instructions for God every week. Amen? Because why? I can let this flush rise up again. I can let it rise up again. Only thing you got to do is offend me, to, offend me in the right way. And guess what? How I many of you be walking around, oh, I just went back to old me. Oh, you, you just don't know. You almost got cussed out. Amen? Oh, I feel the oldness rising. No. That's why I have to pray continuously for that deliverance. He showed me how, not thinking that I'm above it every day. Do you hear me? Weakness. But after the law was given, God appointed his son with an oath to go that oath again. And his son has been made perfect. Perfect. The perfect high priest. How many of you want to serve somebody with perfection? Hmm. That's why I tell you, serve Christ. Don't serve man. Don't serve your pastor. Serve Christ. Amen. And guess what? You will be delivered out of everything that you're going through when you sincere about it. You didn't try to stop over and over, but somehow you keep getting sucked back into it. I dare you to approach that throne of mercy with holy boldness and say, Lord, I'm tired. Take this thing off of me. Take it away from me. I need the true deliverance, amen. I will not cover it up no more. I want to walk in your grace. I want to walk in your salvation. And most of all, I'm seeing your mercy right now, Lord, because you took me out here a long time ago, amen. But your mercy sustained me and made me who I am. That's what we're going to be working on. This new covenant. 
instituted by a better priest with a better promise. I'm tired of seeing Christians live beneath their means when God already supplied it. Already supplied it. But my biggest problem, do I trust it? Do I trust it? Ah. You know, when I first got saved, the first thing I tried to do is try to figure out God. Maybe that's why I went so gray. Amen? Because I just couldn't do it. Because every time I thought he shouldn't, he did. Hmm? Every time I thought he hold it against me, he didn't. Do you hear what I'm saying? He gave me chance after chance to come into the knowledge of my Lord and Savior. Do you hear me? Our God can do it, and he showed us that he can do it through his son, Jesus Christ. Remember in Bible study, I showed you that he knows every weakness, every infirmity, everything that we come up against. Amen? Every temptation, every trial, every tribulation, he knows it already. So why would you want to turn back to your old life? Amen? Some of you kneel down on your knees. Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll never go back. And then now you're going to entertain it in your mind? That shows you you had just lost your mind. I got to serve a finished work. And that's what Jesus done. That's why he said, it is finished. I eradicated sin. But all it is, the people that come after me, they got to trust that I've done it. For them! I didn't do it for myself because I was blameless, I was spotless. Why do you think the scriptures tell us that God had to turn away when he was on the cross? Because he took on the sins of the world. And he knew his son didn't have no sin. Who you got to do that for you? Will your pastor do it? Uh, better put a check mark there. Do you hear me? Amen? Better put it. No, I'm trying to tell you about somebody that can love on anybody. Somebody that can change anybody. Somebody that can give anybody hope. Somebody that gave up everything for you. Somebody. And his name is Jesus. Oh, I just speak his name and I feel chills in my body. Because why? I know what he done in my life. I know the slums he brung me out of. I know the streets he delivered me from. I know when I didn't like myself, he loved on me. I'm trying to tell you about somebody who is beyond everybody and that will never lie to you. Do you hear me? Never lie to you. Never. High priest. Now, have you ever really thought about that you serve under high priesthood. Hmm. See, you just saw Jesus on that cross. But you got to also see him raising from that grave. But then after he raised from that grave, he went on to his next assignment. That's making intercession for you to his father. Sitting right there on the right and he said, Father, don't. don't. They're going to get it right. Give them another chance, don't they? Okay, thank you, Father. Like Abraham, when Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, for 50 righteous men, will you not destroy? And you know, Abraham just kept working that thing. He said, maybe 40. He got all the way down to five. And God said, I'd do it for you 
for even five. But the sad part, you couldn't find five righteous men. Hmm. Five righteous men. So just think how many times God just keeps showing you favor. Hmm? Sometimes when we don't listen or pay attention. Huh? Or we talk back to our mom, huh? Because she just made me mad. Hmm? Because I wanted to do something. I wanted to go to the game and she messed me all up. Huh? Huh? Think about it. Hmm? Oh, I'm sleepy because I played Fortnite all night. Hmm? Because I was with the boys. Think about it. Teach your kids about a high priest. That can answer their every prayer. Solomon prayer was that I lost my inheritance. Now, you're still filthy rich. I lost my inheritance, what I can pass on to the Lord.